بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم كل نفس ذائقة الموت ثم إلينا ترجعون Every soul will taste death. Then to us you will all be returned. Taste is a curiously common word to describe an experience, both in Arabic and English. We taste victory, success, and even death. In these contexts, the literal meaning of the word cannot be taken, as the object often has no physical body, yet the verb perfectly invokes the emotions it intends to produce. So why does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala use it here? Here are just a few reflections on why this word was chosen for this verse. 1. To taste something, you require effort to prepare it. A dish needs cooking. Fruit needs planting. Even water needs scooping. Each of us will taste death. So ask yourself, what are you doing to prepare for it? Two. Anyone can cook a biryani, but we all know that aunties cook it best. Why? Experience matters, and they've been doing it for decades. Whilst we will all taste death, those who have trained for it most will have the easiest experience. 3. Taste can be subjective. As an Arab, I've never understood how people could willingly put chilies in their food and endure such punishment, let alone enjoy it. On the other hand, my subcontinent friends often describe the food I so enjoy as bland, seemingly unable to taste the flavours I do. Marmite famously divides people into the love-it or hate-it camps. Whilst we all go through death, our experience of it will differ. For some, it will be a joyous moment, cheered by crowds of angels as they make their journey to meet their Lord, his messenger and the other believers. Others will experience torment as their soul is ripped from their body, described in a hadith like tearing wool out of thorns, as the journey towards hellfire begins. Which experience will we encounter? 4. On the flip side, there are many universal experiences in death. Everyone is repulsed at the thought of eating a mouldy banana. Death will naturally entail difficulty, as the Prophet ﷺ described, إِنَّ لِلْقَبْرِ ضَغْطًا In the grave there is a squeezing. وَلَوْ كَانَ أَحَدٌ نَاجِيًا مِنْهَا نَجَى مِنْهَا سَعَدُ بْنُ مُعَاذٍ And if anyone were to be saved from it, it would have been Sa'ad ibn Mu'adh. Whilst the righteous will have a smoother experience, there will be some pain we will all experience in death. The pain of separation from our loved ones, the final pangs of death, and the squeezing in the grave will be a test for us all. 5. Taste can be a distraction. Ask a child what they would want to eat. They will happily live on a diet of ice cream, crisps, and fizzy drinks. Yet. Whilst that tastes delightful, it is far from being the balanced diet we need to thrive. We often put off things, 
we need to do because the experience of it is unpleasant. Distracting ourselves with things we enjoy. Death may taste bitter and its preparation of pudding, but for a balanced diet, it's something we need to take in. 6. How do we describe honey? Sweet. Sugar is sweet. Sticky. Treacle is sticky. We can liken the taste of something to similar things, but the only way you know the taste of something is if you experience it. Death will have many things similar to it, but its taste must be experienced to truly know it. 7. Similarly, how varied are the flavours in life? No two ingredients are exactly the same. Some we can all differentiate, whilst others require a truly refined palate. Whilst the broad flavour of death will be shared, its intricacies will vary from person to person. 8. Unlike all other senses, to taste something requires knowledge in its preparation. Before consuming a strange berry on a tree, or cooking an unfamiliar dish, ensure you ask one who knows and can teach you how to prepare it. Prepare a blowfish wrong, and it could be your last. To taste death, ask one who knows about it to ensure you prepare the dish correctly and put the effort to prepare and practice. Death is a dish to be treated with the utmost care. You will only face it once, and your eternity depends on how you prepare for it. 9. Taste entails risk, as well as trust. How many kings have been killed through a poisoned chalice? To taste death, we cannot outsource its preparation to others. Ensure you have prepared and cooked the ingredients yourself under the supervision of a verified expert you trust, as you cannot afford half measures over something so dangerous. 10. Not everything will work for everyone. Some of us have allergies which mean we cannot eat what others enjoy because of the harms it brings us. Yet, all of us can find nourishment through the variety in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation, to give us a balanced and healthy diet to thrive on. As we prepare for death, there will be staples we must all take, and peripherals that work for some, but not others. Cook your dish with prayer, charity and fasting, and choose the spices of dhikr, careers and hobbies that work for you. 11. Some ingredients are harder to produce than others. Some grow more commonly in one place over another. The more exotic your dish, the more effort you need to acquire the ingredients. But everyone has enough for the basics. Death is not a difficult dish to prepare for, but its mastery requires effort and its flavours will vary from place to place. Find what works for you in your location and circumstances. 12. Finally, no dish is complete without the barakah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places within it. Food devoid of Allah's blessing will not satiate you. As you prepare for the dish of death, remember to call upon the one who you need more than anything else to help you in your endeavour.